Welcome back to The Few Football Every Week, Ryan Curley. And Jackson Strickland. And we are back with you this week, a little bit a little bit more of a serious episode. Last week was kind of all fun and games for us, uh, just kind of fooling around with Heisman rankings over the last 10 years. Got a little bit of, of news as far as college football goes, and then we're going to look deeper, more sophisticated dive into our predictions for the year, especially for mine, because mine was more of just... On the fly, he texted me, hey, what are your predictions? I just threw some stuff out at him. He still thinks the Trojans are winning it all. No, I don't. And I didn't even... (laughs) No, 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 no. Anywho, uh, we'll get to that. But uh, if if you're not aware, which you shouldn't be, I don't think. uh, You know, Jackson's been writing an article about the number one running back recruit of this current recruiting cycle, and that's Zach Evans. And so I don't know if you want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, it's just basically the fact that everyone's heard of Zach Evans, but not everyone knows who Zach Evans is. And maybe that's you right now. And maybe that's exactly why you should go click on the link on our new <laughs> website and read my article on Zach Evans. A little self-promotion there. But, um... So, yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Self-promotion. The Zachary Evans... The Antonio Brown of high school football. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Ryan, for the uh, <laughs> the headline there. Headline inspiration. Well, uh, I mean, the reason I I say that is because he just it's so controversial, you know. He's, it's like, oh, I'm I'm committed here. I'm not. No, I'm, you know, I'm taking extra visits. You know, uh, he's played I'm the media so well, yeah. and it reminds me of Antonio Brown and his relationship with the NFL. Um, obviously way different, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's super talented. I, I've definitely seen his film. I watched him in the All-America game. Um, dude's a beast, but he's got some, some issues that are, are kind of off the field and not, you know, they're just not football related and, and that's part of your character and that's part of how you get recruited. So, um, I don't know how that's going to be handled by the coaches going forward. What's your crystal ball on Zach Evans, man? Where do you think he's going to go? Because if I had to say right now, it feels like Ole Miss to me. I want to say Ole Miss, but the fact that he posted a picture of him in Ole Miss almost just makes me think, okay, well, it's a lock that he's not going there now. Yeah, right. The only two, not to spoil my article, but the only two teams that he has up on his Instagram page is LSU and Ole Miss. Which he changes daily. Right. He archives his images and then puts them back up. But those are the only two colleges he's had up for a while. All of his other posts are from high school or from the All-America game, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I don't know if that means that his final two are LSU and Ole Miss. He did just put, like, Tennessee and someone else on on his Instagram story just, like, a week ago. I know Tennessee is in the mix, from what I understand. Uh, A&M's still in the mix, I believe. Florida's in the mix now. His, he's staying within the SEC. That's what I think. That oh, most that's of the almost a lot. That, so um, he only visited a couple schools out of the SEC, and it was Texas schools because he's well, Texas or Oklahoma schools because he's from Texas. Yeah, so that was more of a vicinity thing. So yeah, it's an interesting case. I can't remember another recruit that's been more had more headlines and more controversy with his decision making um and of course there's all the stuff about you know he he got in arguments with coaches and he got in trouble for you know not giving his phone away before a playoff game and stuff like that and all of that needs to be taken into account when recruiting a player 
Um, I don't think UGA's in the mix anymore, even though the, there's crystal balls that have... Yeah, there, there's still rumors that, like, he's around the program. And he UGA's said, class is full, He too, said right? two or three weeks ago that he was going to visit Athens and then didn't, like, on one of the weekends. Because he is graduated now, so he can kind of do whatever he wants until he wants to start classes in the summer. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, UGA's class is, one, it's full... And two, I mean, just, like, the history that he has now, the fact that he signed a national letter of intent and then was released from that, um, yeah, it, it doesn't seem likely that he's coming back to Georgia. Um, yeah. Nor do most Georgia fans want him, I think, at least in my opinion. I think that the way that Kirby Smart ended the season, you know, talking post-game at um, the Sugar Bowl was that, there's a quote poison is that what we said on this team in the locker room yeah poison in this locker room on this team of players thinking that or knowing that they're really good and then letting that that get to their head and thinking they're better than they are and that's when players leave early for the draft and that's when players um you know don't show up to practice or something like that and that kind of describes the whole situation with Zach Evans and that Sugar Bowl was in the middle of all this mix. Um, so, I don't I don't see Kirby Smart pursuing him at all, no matter his talent. Especially um, with, with the whole him signing the letter of intent to come to Georgia and then Georgia releasing the letter of intent. Um, I just don't see it happening. Uh, I don't think that he's so ultra-talented for all of this drama to even be super important you know like to it's not like he's the best running back recruit of all time there's been better guys in the past um and i don't have like the obviously i don't have like the 24 7 composite rankings off the on my like i can look it up well, but i'm pretty even... sure that Najee harris had a higher ranking than him Leonard Fournette well, had a higher ranking than him it's not like he's the best running back ever he's not even the best running back in this class he originally was the number one recruit overall, and his. Do you not have a number one running back? No, Texas actually picked out the number one running back. Um, after he was number one before. He was he was the number one recruit overall, and now he's sixteen. He's dropped a lot. And I think that's mostly off field. I think a lot of it has to do with off field, but also like the fact that he didn't even play in his state title game. No. And then he missed, did play like, in the All-American game, and he was the best player in the All-American game when I watched. I think it's safe to say he was the best offensive player in that game. Probably so, yeah. Uh, Julian Fleming obviously impressed me a lot, though, too. Uh, the wide receiver going to uh, Ohio State. Ohio State? Yeah. That's right. Another reason why Ohio State's going to be good next year. But, yeah, I, I just don't – Yeah, frustrates me reading – I don't even like reading about it anymore. Like, just as someone who's followed the whole, like... Thank thing. you for promoting my yeah, I article mean, that well, you have to read and... That's not what I meant. <laughs> you are posting a timeline. I'm talking about when I see new updates about it, I'm like, what the Oh, yeah, the people that jump at every, like, every oh, rumor, what, is, what does this little, mean? What does that I'm mean? Like, I don't even want to read that. That's not... I'm not talking about your article. Your article is a history of what's going on. Mine's just trying to give everybody a little hint of who is this guy that everyone jumps at so quickly with the media so anyways if you wish to know that or if you're just a college football fan he's the highest recruit right now that doesn't have a home and uh, really the only recruit that people care about that doesn't we don't know where he's going to be playing this fall in like literally six months 
Um, so. Yeah, it's the middle of February. You good there? I was yawning. It's raining outside. Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, and as you stated in your article, he, it's National Sign Day passed already, and so, and we kind of knew he wasn't going to sign, which is really weird for a guy of his caliber and talent, so... We'll follow that story, obviously, when a definitive answer is is come to. We'll post about it, you know, we'll talk about it on here. I think it's definitely interesting. Um, just drama. It's just drama. That's. But that's what we need in this yeah, boring right. off-season, baby. Just some drama, please. He does provide a wrinkle for us to discuss, and obviously... He's he's provided us with eight minutes and so of material so far in the off season. So, uh, I think it's good. I mean, he's good. He'll find a home and watch him be a stud. You know what I mean? Or sure. watch him never touch the ball once, never see the field. It, it's one of those cases for me where I don't think he's just going to be an average player. I think he's going to be a stud or an absolute bust. He's one of those talents to me. Well, I think even if he is like just an average player, it'll be considered a bust. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about, like, a guy who just barely sees the field. Like, I, don't, I just don't see him having only a couple touches a game. Um, some big news today, especially for us, since, you know, we happen to be UGA fans. 2021 season opener is going to be UGA Clemson neutral site in Charlotte. That should be fun. Uh, I don't think that either of the starting quarterbacks are on the rosters yet. Or, I guess... I think that Brock Vandegrift will be the starting quarterback for UG at that point, and I cha- I kind of take that. Uh, you, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. DJ U. DJ. DJ U. DJ. Ukulele. Not ukulele. U- That's probably U-Galele. not it. it. Yeah, it's Clemson's uh, recruit coming in is from Hawaii. An absolute stud. He um, has a cannon. He's getting lots of comparisons to like Jamarcus Russell, which is not the not the best person to be compared to. Kind of a Cam Newton type build and arm strength, but not obviously not Cam Newton's mobility. But uh yeah, he's he's good and you know, he's probably gonna be the most likely starter after Trevor Lawrence leaves this year. And for Georgia, Jamie Newman after his one season will be gone. Um so most to the NFL assume. most likely is the first overall pick. Uh <laughs> just kidding, because Who knows? You never know. Uh you still got Trevor Lawrence and Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah. Um, both a couple of Chubas in that class. Travis okay, Etienne. Whoa, whoa, dude. Running backs don't go first overall. I know, but whoa. Well, Jamie Newman, a guy that hasn't even touched Sanford Field yet. Not Sanford Field. Sanford Stadium. Sanford Stadium. Dooley, Dooley Field. Field. God, I'm, I still love that we were there for that. Anyways. Um, that was pretty cool. I don't know. What's interesting about this whole thing to me, like this announcement, is that it kind of came out of nowhere. Also, what about San Jose State? Yeah, Georgia is supposed <laughs> to open against San Jose State. I'm not sure if Clemson already had something lined up um, for September 4th of 2021. They, they probably would have, um, unless it, I don't know. And also, like, Eastern Carolina was supposed to open against App State in Bank of America Stadium, and they just kicked them out without even, like, announcing anything official. Hey, it's all where the money flows. Oh, for sure. And it's it's all definitely going to be in Georgia flows. and uh, Clemson. And, you know, the fact that there's a possibility they could play in the national championship against each other and then play the very next game, the opener of the 2021 season. Um, 
That'd be crazy. I don't know any teams that have played back-to-back games like that ever. No. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be rare. That's a interesting prediction. It might happen. I'm not saying I'm predicting I, it. I'm saying it's a possibility. And hurts it would me be because such I predicted Clemson one. versus Georgia in this last national championship, and obviously that's not what happened by any means. Well, it was Clemson versus an SEC. Georgia's big brother of the year. <laughs> I mean, that was was that that wasn't the only loss. Who else did they lose to? Who? Who do, who else did Georgia lose to this year? Are you kidding me? I don't even remember. Yeah, you do. We were there. Second. Oh overtime. my gosh! Oh my gosh! And here we have a fake fan, Ryan Crilly. Dude, I, <laughs> I, wow! I left that out of my memory. Congratulations. Must be nice. I cannot get that. I'm out just of my hurt memory. more now. Well, no one cares about your other hurts of the Falcons and Luca and. Oh gosh, that, dude. dude! I'm going through it right now. <clears throat> it's a tough time. As a Georgia slash Atlanta sports fan, it's not. It's not the life we chose. Dude, you literally, like... We bear it so you they You work for Georgia, ball, Georgia basketball. Like, you're not going to have a fun time watching sports anymore. <laughs> you're literally going to watch us get... Pumbled. Yeah. Beat by Auburn tomorrow night. I'm going as a fan, so... <laughs> not a media member. A fan of Auburn? You probably should... You probably <laughs> a should fan switch. of Auburn's prospects. You probably should switch back for the night. <laughs> just let you know. For the night. I'm going to watch it more as just a basketball perspective, not really. Obviously, I'm going to root for for the dogs tomorrow night. Yeah, like Auburn comes to Georgia Wednesday the the nineteenth, so Auburn's one of the best basketball programs this year. So that that'll be fun. Uh, the best SEC odds to win the title for basketball. Oh, I definitely think that's the case. I don't. I think they're better. They beat Kentucky a week or two ago, so. Um, Remember that time we played Kentucky and we were up at half? Yeah. I mean, that's Georgia sports for you, right? We were up at the half. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'll i be watching as a fan. I'm not, I won't be a media member tomorrow night. I was last week, and that was a really cool opportunity um, against South Carolina, which Georgia did lose to South Carolina. Georgia basketball is atrocious right now. It's, uh, it's terrible, dude. It. For the amount of talent on that roster, and I'm not even just talking about Anthony Edwards, just the whole roster in general is very, very talented and young. And we're twelve and twelve and thirteen, I think, and two and ten in SEC play. It's, it's just not acceptable. Um, it's ridiculous, actually. Back to football. Back to the fear. back to football. Back to football every week. Uh, so I uh. You know, I'm I'm sitting here today, and I'm just I'm redoing all my predictions because. The, and when did you do this again? Please tell us. You know, earlier today. So. In class. No. <laughs> I was working on journalism during my journalism class. So basically, I you know obviously like I warned you guys last week. That this, the USC thing was stupid, right? Putting them in the playoff. I warned you that when you first said. I I yeah. But I want to reiterate that he texted me, "Yo, what are your predictions?" And I was like, "Oh crap!" Like I didn't look up anything yet. So I was like, "Ah." Oh. He know, didn't I spent know like that, two minutes googling. He didn't stuff. know that USC opened with Bama. He didn't. Know I hadn't that. looked at any schedules whatsoever. It was totally just, just I totally just ripped that out of nowhere, and so. 
I spent a lot of time looking at schedules, looking at returning players and stuff today, and I, I came up with way more sophisticated rankings, uh, college uh, conference predictions, conference championship predictions, near six bowl and playoff predictions, and so you claim you're in the middle of doing yours, but it looks like you're making a graphic <laughs> for your article. So Hey, I care about my article, dude. I guess I'll blab for a couple minutes about my updated... Um, I don't think I've changed my playoff predictions, and if so... Why don't we just start with conference championship stuff? Okay. Do you have that? Like, could you pull... Like, do you have... I don't know about... Because like, I have the loser as well. I don't know about the loser as well. I have the loser. I like, and I'm pretty set about that, too. See, like, it's like in the SEC, I'll have Georgia beating the West team. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is it? We've already talked about this for, like, an hour today. I, we don't know how it's all gonna happen and we still can't make up our mind you might have something on paper but you know that you don't like even 80% believe that's I your well no because it kind of hurt to write it down that order like it didn't feel right <laughs> nothing <laughs> feels right because it's like Georgia plays Bama in the regular season Georgia plays Auburn in the regular season one of those two teams is and making Florida. it yeah but one of You're those West. one of those two teams is making it back to Atlanta so Georgia would have to lose. Barring A and M or LSU having another crazy year, not happening. <laughs> um, According to ESPN's FPI rankings, we're not talking about the Texas FPI. Texas A and M is number eight in the country, ahead of Georgia. <laughs> yes, because A and M and Wisconsin and Notre Dame are all and stronger. Penn State. Oh, well, Penn State, they're up there. The others, no. Anyways, um, Georgia would have to lose to either Bama or Auburn, and then beat that team to revenge their only loss in Atlanta for the SEC championship. If not, Georgia's going undefeated regular season and then most likely losing to Auburn or to uh, Alabama because no one beats the same team twice in the same season. It Unless just doesn't you're happen. Just a, just a beast of a team. It never happens, though. Oklahoma did it this year. No, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did, but Oklahoma. barely. But they did it. Barely, dude. And it that, was also the that, Big 12. <laughs> that game was... Okay, what is the Big 12? But it was like... The end of that game was like, did they really win? Did they not? You're talking about the first one or the second one? Both, dude. All of them. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> the mental game. Anyways, um, um, I do have Clemson beating North Carolina. Um, I'm going to give you in-depth analysis. You just go ahead with your little... Sure, please give me in-depth. <laughs> no, no, you can't. La- I know, I'm you saying finish, later no, on. No, 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 finish No, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Big 12. <laughs> Big 12, it's going to be Texas, Oklahoma. <laughs> no. Right now, <laughs> I have... No. You you can go ahead and be an, Ohio, an Oklahoma State fan if you want to. Um, right now, I have Oklahoma winning that. But at the same time, Sam Ellinger coming back. If they can... Stay away from injuries, um, as they haven't been able to do recently. If they can stay away from injuries, they might just have that. And I don't want to say they have a playoff spot, because that hurts me to say that Texas is in the playoffs. Um, But I'm saying if they do get a playoff spot, they're losing by 24. Pac-12, I couldn't tell you, dude. I really could not tell you what's going to happen. Am I a USC fan? Sure. Am I an Oregon fan? Sure. Do I think either of those teams have anywhere what it takes for the playoff? No, I don't. Um, I don't know, because Oregon, like, yes, they're a strong team. They have 
a lot of returners. What they don't have returning is a quarterback, and that's kind of an important position in most football programs. Um, I just don't see it happening for Oregon this year. Of course, last year I had Washington winning it and being the fourth seed in the playoff, and we all we all know exactly how that went. So, um, Big Ten, it's just it's just Ohio State all the way. Uh, they're not actually going to play anyone in the Big Ten championship because they're just going to be a consensus Big Ten champion after the regular season. Were you listening to what I said? Yes, I, I am. Okay, what I say. Ohio State is not playing anyone in the Big Ten Championship. After the regular season, they are the consensus Big Ten champion. They don't need to play anyone. There's no yeah, close well, second. Penn State will be obliterated the first time they play at the whiteout game. Yes. Whoa. Now please tell me about Whoa. Please tell obliterated. Me, please tell me about how wrong I am. Obliterated. Okay, whoa. <laughs> Dude, at Penn State whiteout, it's going to be a night game. They're going to get obliterated? Mm-hmm. By a not as good Ohio State team, this Penn State team is going to be better this year. It's going to be closer, and it was twenty eight seventeen last year in Columbus. Now you're really yelling. I like it. All I'm saying is, think about that being more of a twenty eight to twenty four game. Okay. Ooh. You know what twenty eight twenty four is though? It's still a win on Ohio State's side. Yeah, not obliteration. They were losing to Penn State for like a, bu- a bunch of the first half. Okay. Uh, okay. Mm. For... Okay, we'll just talk about the big time then. If that's no, we're talking about the entire nation. Give me who? Which conference do you want first? Which I, conference do you want me to talk about? I first? did mine. No, yeah, I never. You, I I'm did. Letting you I did SEC, ACC. I think Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, Big Ten in that order. Okay. Well. Right now, my gut says that Georgia's going to lose to Bama in September, right? It's in Tuscaloosa. But I don't see Georgia losing to Auburn at home or Florida. I think they win out the rest of the regular season. How close do you see those games, though? Oh, all of them are going to be close. Okay. I see them all as being close games. I don't think Bama's going to obliterate Georgia. I could see it being a couple touchdowns, though. But it won't be like domination. Just because it's home. and Who's the quarterback? At yeah. that point in the season? Week, week three? There's no at that point. Like, that's so soon in the season. I do think All they've played at that point is US, USC. That's a good team. And then who they, they have, like, San Jose State okay, or something. Okay, you want a hot take? I think that Bryce Young is probably going to win the job over the summer. It... Mac Jones is good, though. That's the thing. He's not a bad quarterback. Mac Jones is a good quarterback. And that's why it's hard. Jalen wasn't a bad quarterback either, and he left. I don't think Mac Jones is going to leave. No, I'm not saying he'll leave. I'm just saying that, like, it doesn't always work out for good quarterbacks. So I'm kind of seconding what you're saying. Continue with whatever. You're not. I think George is going to. It's going to be similar to the Auburn thing in the 2000. What, 2017 at that point? Yeah, because it was the 2018 National Championship. I think that Georgia would beat Bama in round two in Atlanta this time. And all UGA fans would finally get everything they've been looking for. Bama's... I see Bama going undefeated because I don't think LSU is going to be that good. I think LSU is going to regress a lot, and they're going to be a 15-25 to team throughout the entire season as far as ranking goes. I think they'll be, like... 
twelve to sixteen. Like I don't think they're gonna drop drop. Because they're not going to lose multiple games until, like, November when everyone's lost multiple They're going to lose to Bama? When's that? Like, November. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's late. week in November. It's late in the, like, late in the season, though. They. So how are they already going to be 15 to 25? Texas, I don't see them. There's no way they're going to be 15 to 25, though, is what I'm saying. I think, no, I think skill-wise they're actually, like, a 15 to 25. I don't think, I don't know if they'll actually be ranked there, but okay, I think so they're more in the 15... That's what I mean. Okay. 15 to 25 range. Makes more sense. As far as, like, actual, like, best teams, not based off of the record. But I just don't – I like, if it becomes a rematch, I don't see UJ losing to them twice in one season. Like, I just don't. So, I, in that case, I have UGA beating Bama um, and, and winning the SEC. But that would be Bama's only loss. Remember that for later. Um – Big Ten, since that's what we were just arguing about, I think it's Ohio State all the way. I think Ohio State finishes 13-0, right, and gets to the playoff. Um, with a close game against Penn State. With a close game against Penn State. <laughs> that's their one scare. And that's okay to have that scare. Um, I, And I'm going to say it's going to be over Minnesota this time. I think Minnesota gets it. I don't believe in Wisconsin this year. Their defense is going to be great again. But they have to replace their, their two best linebackers, which is an issue for me because those were their two best defensive players. Um, you, you, your top receiver is going to the draft in Cephas. Jonathan Taylor, the most productive running back in Wisconsin history and in and, and, and college football history, gone. Jack Cohen is not that good. He's just not. We'll see if he gets better without relying on that run game. Um, I don't know how you replace... There's been a gap, right? So, like, there was Monty Ball for Wisconsin, what, like, 10 years ago. Then there was a gap for a couple years. Then Melvin Gordon came. Then there's a gap. Then Jonathan Taylor came. So, it's gonna, they're going to have to recruit more in the future. I just don't see – I see Minnesota. Minnesota's returning almost all of the offense, but they do lose their best defender in Whitfield in the back – in the back – the secondary. So, that's an issue on defense for me. But I think Minnesota slips by. Just to get beat by Ohio State in the championship. <laughs> um, the Big 12 I wrestled with a lot. Um, Texas is obviously really enticing to throw into that championship game, but they go to Stillwater towards the end of the season. I think that's the last regular season game for them, actually. And I think Texas is going to lose to Oklahoma State. And I think Oklahoma State's going to lose to Oklahoma in the regular season. But I think they're going to do the same thing as Georgia and avenge themselves. And I, I actually, I'm predicting Cowboys, like the Pokes, are going to beat the Sooners in the Big 12 championship. Not make the playoff, but they'll be one of the, the top 10 teams. Um, and the Big 12 just kind of implodes itself with a bunch of two-loss teams. All right, Clemson, this is the easiest one. For, the easiest prediction for me was ACC. Clemson over UNC. I got UNC beating Virginia Tech in the regular season because that's going to be in Chapel Hill. Virginia Tech's and and is a hot take to win that division again. But um, UNC's six losses last year were all within a touchdown. That's pretty good, right? Well, and the fact that they were and they almost beat Clemson. Yeah, yeah. So they were just an extra point away from going to overtown with the second best team in the country. Um. So, 
I see, and I see Clemson obliterating you and seeing the championship. I just, I don't. Clemson's gonna go undefeated again. I think. Um, Pac-12, I had a hard time with too, but my my latest conclusion is USC will beat Oregon. But I'm changing. They're not gonna make the playoff because I actually see USC being a three-loss Pac-12 champion in the regular season. I see them losing week one to Bama. To Bama, I yeah. see them losing in Eugene. Okay, they can still win their division though with these losses. That's what I'm saying. That's going to be a weak division, is right. what I'm saying. And I see them losing to Notre Dame, even though it's at home. I I just I think Notre Dame's a really good team. I think they're probably going to lose Notre Dame, just because of an experience factor. That's that's one of the best games of the entire regular season though. That I think we should be highlighting. Um, and that's November twenty eighth. There's going to be a crap ton of good games that day. Which is Oklahoma, be... Texas, Iron Bowl. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Clemson, South Carolina. That's that day. Yeah. So that's a good that's a good day of football. Um, but um, what I was saying is that is like so late in the season that Notre Dame is either going to be like struck with injury or they're going to be so extremely like talented and ready to go. Ian Book's almost going to be done with his career um, as a little leprechaun and. I don't know. That's their chance, like, right there to beat a good USC team. And remember this. Notre Dame is a contender this year. They can get into the playoff. Whether they go undefeated – if they go undefeated, they're in. Well, yeah, because that would be a win over USC and Clemson. Yeah. But I think if they barely lose to Clemson or if they just barely lose USC, they have a big argument to be that four team based on the way that things play out. Um, if they're a one loss, if it's a one loss, and they barely lose to one of those two teams, well, yeah, because they will have beaten because they would have had they would have had Utah and Oregon. Which... No, this is USC's. This is oh, USC's yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, they would have beaten Wisconsin, and they would have either beaten USC or Clemson. I don't. I think Clemson's too good. I think Clemson's going to go in there and win. But, um, yeah, I just think Oregon. If if Justin Herbert was there again, oh, yeah. I'd put him in the playoff. I would too. Without a, they'd be my fourth because seed. they're gonna be a top five defense this coming year. Maybe top three, along with UGA and Clemson, and Bama probably. So, um, yeah, those are my my conference champions. Playoffs, I changed it some. Uh, well, I guess I changed it a lot. Not really a lot. I have Ohio State. Being number one, just because I think they're going to obliterate pretty much everybody except for Penn State. And I think they're probably going to dominate the championship game. I have Clemson as a close second, just because I think they're also going to go undefeated. And then I have three and four, UGA-Bama. I think that Bama would get the nod because I envision there being a multiple-loss USC winning the Pac-12. I see a multiple-loss uh, Oklahoma State winning winning the Big 12, and I think that Bama would get the nod over Notre Dame in this case if Notre Dame was one loss. Would you agree with that scenario? If Notre Dame was one loss to Clemson, right, and Bama was one loss to UGA in the SC Championship, you'd put Bama in four, right? Probably so. I think that's what the committee would do too. So that's my playoff prediction right now. Um, championship, I don't... I'm not ready to predict that. So that's just my top four. In that case, it would be Bama, Ohio State, Clemson versus Georgia. 
I went ahead and did some New Year's Six Bowl predictions, which this actually took me longer because of conferences and like who's the tie-ins. Gonna, yeah, who's gonna play who? Um, Orange Bowl. This is the one I'm most confident about. Actually, is North Carolina versus Notre Dame because the Orange Bowl, like it's gonna be the S- the ACC loser, right? So it'll be North Carolina. And then it just makes to me it just makes sense to have Notre Dame against them. Fiesta I feel pretty good about too being USC Oklahoma State that'll be really fun to watch too offensively right if that happened Tylen Wallace Chuba against like Keaton Slovis and I don't know how to pronounce his name Ottoman St Brown something like that the wide receiver for USC that'll be fun. I have Cotton Bowl as Penn State versus OU a two loss Oklahoma Sooners who lost the Big Twelve championship that's what I have there. The Peach Bowl, I have Florida, who is going to finish eleven and one and be totally lost in all of this as like a six or seven seed, right? Except no, they'll finish eleven and one and then be the fourth seed. But yeah, continue. Okay, no. How? Who? Okay, who would they be ahead of? Look at. Because you have similar like similar predictions as far as this goes, so who would Florida be beating out? Like who's the five and the six in your mind? Uh, Al- Auburn would be in there, because Auburn will lose the SEC championship. Bama's not making it, dude. I already told you this. Oh my god. Okay, never mind. Where do you want to lose? Peach Bowl have Florida versus UCF. Also Texas. Is I think UCF there. will be there. Sam Ellinger is just the poor man's Tim Tebow, who is right-handed. Okay, well, poor man's Tim Tebow can still be a really, really good quarterback, considering yeah. Tim Tebow is... I don't uh, believe in Texas this year. I did before. Oh, I don't believe in Texas, but do I think Is that, Texas back this year? Or are they on their way to being back this I, year? I think... I Tom think Herman's job is in jeopardy if they do bad. Dude, you want He's to talk about a job in jeopardy? Jim Harbaugh. He can't lose to Ohio State this year. He's he going to because it's Justin Ohio Fields. But, like, how can he do that and still get paid? The- okay, I don't know. Uh, I think the hottest seat in the country is Tom Herman. Clay Helton's up there. For USC. Yeah, especially since Clay Helton was fired. And, <laughs> and then they're like, wait, wait, no, no, we didn't fire him. We're still going to give him another chance. What do you think about Gus? Uh, Gus is fine. He's on the hot seat every year. Yeah, he's fine. He's a good guy. I like Gus. New Gus? New, <laughs> New Gus is kind of a beast. Auburn isn't interesting. They just beat Nick Saban. I mean, he, they're fine. Uh, you don't have a New Year's Six predictions yet, do you? Um, you can do that next no, week not necessarily. Uh, I do want to ask. So is yeah. This, any, qu- any questions or concerns, comments? Yeah. You know, is uh, this you saying that Kirby Smart will be Nick Saban's first assistant to beat him? Yes. Okay. Because right now he's 19-0. Yes. And you're saying that Georgia's going to lose in Tuscaloosa. Yes. So he'll be 20-0. And then who else? Is he playing any other assistant? He's playing Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin has 21. I don't think he's playing anybody else this year. So he'll be 21-0 when he goes against his former assistant. He'll assistants. be 21-1 after the first weekend of December. <laughs> Because Georgia will, um, here is my thing with Georgia. 
to me, if it if it doesn't happen this year, well, I, I don't know if it's going to. That's ever. the same thing with Texas. Oh yeah, because same exact thing. Here's the thing: that Texas recruits well, so I don't see them. Dro- they're going to consistently be mediocre. Yeah, but I'm saying if if they don't do it this year, they're not going to do it. Georgia has had the number one recruiting class two of the last three years, and the year that they weren't number one, they were like three. So like. They'll still have a chance eventually. Like, they're still going to be in the conversation. But they probably won't get it done in the next two to three years with Vandegriff or Beck. Um, unless they pick up the best grad transfer after the 2020 season, which wouldn't that be something to talk about? Um, Kirby Smart can do it. We've seen it. He replaced every hole that Georgia had this offseason already, um, including coaching. So that's I, another conversation. <laughs> um, my thing with Georgia is, and why I'm so high on them this year is, uh, I like Jamie Newman. He's very good, and I think with better coaching and a hopefully better offensive system and better weapons around him, I think he can be really good, um, like really great. The wide receiver core is going to be stronger. It's plug and play, and the recruiting was great number one recruiting class, and they're returning eight defensive starters, not to mention the amount of defensive depth that was already there. And then that just gets bolstered by more recruiting. This is going to be a top three defense without question. It could be number one. The fact that Georgia pulled in how many five stars this year, and we don't even know if they're all going to see the field very much because of the depth that Georgia already has in place. Yeah, And it's, it's not just us being Georgia fans, guys. It's I mean, it's just the facts are there. Yeah, I'm saying that I'm, and I'm. I don't even know if it's like win saying the whole thing. it's I'm like just, saying just because if like tr- when Trevor Lawrence leaves Clemson after the 2020 season, which he definitely will be going to NFL draft, by the way, that like saying that Clemson's gonna fall off. Like, no, you don't have to be a Clemson fan to know that like Dabo Sweeney is going to recruit. He's going to get the best players in the nation, just like he did this year. He got like two of the top five recruits or something. With Brian Brise and and whoever else he's recruited up there, there's just some teams that you can't you can't kick out of the conversation very easily, no matter how much people are going to want to. So, I completely agree with you on the fact that Georgia needs it this year, and if not, then it's going to be like 2022 or 23 season, which is way too far away. <laughs> The Brock Vandergriff error. <laughs> Not to mention when, in 2023, Georgia hosts Alabama. So that's going to be... We'll be gone, probably. <laughs> depends, on, depends on some stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, that... It's interesting to me, but... Yeah, it's not a biased thing for me. Like, I truly think this is... It's Georgia's... I picked it's against Georgia never. twice this season, so I mean... Of course, we you we won both of the times you picked them against. No, we, I picked LSU over. Oh, I did too, didn't I? Or yeah. I don't know. I might have not. That might have been a We went thing. back and forth. The Sugar Bowl, you picked Baylor though. I That's did. where I was like, "What are you doing, man? Uh, <laughs> it's a many, Big Twelve team." How many players did we have? What do you mean? What do you mean? It's a Big Twelve. Texas was a Big Twelve team in the Sugar Bowl the year before. Yeah, but that was. It wasn't going to happen twice in a row is what I was saying. Like, there's no way. Especially, Texas the year before was better than Baylor was this year. Well, yeah, for sure. But we also had 
how many starters out this year? A lot. I don't know what the exact number was. That was a great preview of the 2020 season. Yeah, I mean, and I think that they should have won by more. <laughs> I think that, yeah. From just kind of jacked up the Pickens bunch. Which is what we probably could have done a lot of the season, but you know it's okay. <laughs> you gonna Let's make just it, run it for a second. Are you gonna now. make a new graphic for me for my predictions, or you think it's just gonna change again? I think you're gonna change it by next week. But if it's the same next week, then I'll make a graphic. Right, make that's a good deal. That's a good deal. I'm just gonna start what, titling what it you Ryan's right new graphic. Zach Evans. I'm making my Zach Evans graphic. I've already told you this. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Thank you. Um. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I think that wraps up our episode 22-ish of The Few Football Every Week. (laughs) Um, This has been Ryan Curley and Jackson Strickland. Please go read my new article on Zach Evans. Um, Stay active on our Instagram and stay tuned for more articles and more episodes coming soon. All right. Thank you.